This podcast is brought to you by The Healthy Hub. Hello guys and welcome to another episode of the Just to Kick It is a Blessing podcast with your host Keith Tupagatiramu. Thank you for coming in again another week to just vibe with me and listen to what my guest has to say for today. So without further ado, I will let her introduce herself. Hello, hello everybody. Uh my name is Roya Mukari Okanga. I'm 23 years old. Uh I've just graduated uni. I studied HR for my undergrad and advertising and marketing for my masters. Um and I own a business called Kari's Kitchen. Kari comes from Mukari. And yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's that's very impressive. So um to tell you guys what we're here to talk about today is just um business and it's amazing to see such a young lady like you in business. So tell us a bit about what Carrie's Kitchen does. So Carrie's Kitchen is a food delivery cloud kitchen business. Um and I've added catering recently. Yeah. So basically you order food from me on whatever days of the week I've advertised to yeah. sell and distribute and there's different menus every month with yeah. something different also so that I can show off a bit yeah. um and yeah I added catering sometime this year earlier this year and so I've been doing catering for between well minimum two people <laughs> like something private for oh. you and your friend but maximum 40 people so like a birthday party or a celebration a gathering things like that yeah um and when did Carrie's kitchen start so it started in around 2017 while i was still in uni in the uk yeah so i went yeah for both my degrees in the uk and just cooking in uni yeah like <laughs> first of all everyone knows uni meals are struggle meals so <laughs> not everybody used to eat as nicely yeah so i was always that person who'd be like hey look at what i'm eating like you guys are not eating as good as me yeah. so i started doing that just posting on snapchat and then i was like okay people are really responding why don't i take this seriously and i opened an instagram twitter all that youtube and i just started wow. posting content and because i had a lot of free time while i was in uni like i used to have like classes on two days of the week so the rest of the week had nothing to do yeah so i decided um it's a perfect time to create content and then once i graduated and came back then i started actually selling the food because before that it was just you see what Over you it. see yeah you just see it with your eyes yeah. <laughs> so yeah so then once i came back Why did yeah. you ever think about selling in the UK especially if you're making local food? Um first of all I didn't really enjoy my first three years there. Yeah. So this was what would keep me busy and I didn't really I didn't really want to interact with a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> so um selling food while I was there would mean that I would have to interact with them. But um as i did my masters i really enjoyed my experience and i didn't sell the food but 
I was making food for everyone. So before the turn up, everyone would come to my house and yeah. be like, yeah, let's eat Nini Foundation. <laughs> so <laughs> before, so I mean, that's even how people started to know about it because guys would post on Snap and be like, hey, Roy is cooking for us today. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen you on Snap cooking for people, to be honest. Like, so, yeah, I think that's why I actually first saw you on Snap. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, who's this cooking for everyone in the UK? Yeah, you know, so yeah. I just used to, what used to happen, I would buy food cook yeah. food like and also home meals because you're abroad you don't really i mean you've been taken care of at home your whole life you don't really cook like that so you're in a different country you want a taste of home so i used to try to cook a lot of kenyan dishes sort of and then people loved it yeah they really they really loved it and that's how i started so for those guys it was free and I told them, once we come out of here, you're going to pay for everything. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you've told us the story behind why you started your business. Mm-hmm. But what really motivated you to start your business? Um, I think it's just innate. Like, you know those things, you know, like, this is supposed to be what I'm, what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. So, it's just a passion. It's from within. Like, I just want to cook i want to cook for other people i want to cook for myself my family yeah. it's just i love cooking and i want to cook so it's passion really more than anything wow so yeah. um have you ever like gone to cooking school or anything or it's just something you've learned from the comfort of your house it's just learning at yeah. home and like I said, in uni, pushing myself, creating content. I'm like, okay, I have to learn how to do this. Yeah. I'm going to do it now for the video or for something. Yeah. But I've never gone to culinary school. Like I said, my first degree was HR. My second one was marketing. So there's no school experience, although I'm heavily considering it now. Because yeah, I want true. more and more knowledge. And eventually I want to open my own restaurant. So I feel like I need that's a step I need to take. No, but <laughs> I, I think um, the fact that you've done now HR, True. But actually any business related course, yeah. going into business is True. is actually quite, and that brings me to my next question. What were the three most important factors you considered while starting your business? So, especially because it's about food, yeah. the biggest thing for me was customer service. Anytime anyone goes to a restaurant or um, an area for food, you always hear people complaining about, oh, the service was horrible. These guys did this and that. So customer service was my number one thing. And I try as much as much as possible to make sure that customers are getting what they want, what they like. You pick up the phone, you're nice to them, no matter what. You update them every step of the way from the moment they order to the moment they get their food. So customer service was important. The other thing I would say would be quality of flavor, yeah. of flavors, yeah. So I can't sell to you nonsense. Yeah. Um, even for me, that's just my reputation. It hurts me. Yeah. So I have to make sure there's quality. And in fact, that's why when I do the catering, I just do up to 40 people because I believe if I expand too much, I start losing the things people actually love about my food. Um, yeah, I think, what else? Marketing, actually. Yeah. Uh, very important. And especially since I studied it, um, to get people to know more about you, to like you, to even market for you without you asking them to. 
Yeah, that's very important. Word so, of mouth, yeah. Yeah, word of mouth. Like, or they'll, they'll make sure they tell you or tell their friends, whoever that you know that people love the product. So marketing was also very important. Mm, before I get to my other question, I wanted <laughs> to actually find out, you see, how do you keep the food actually warm from the time you deliver it? Um. So... Of course, first of all, it's to do the containers. Yeah. It's also to do the freshness. Like you call, immediately the food is ready. Yeah. The rider should already be there. Yeah. So immediately it comes out of the fire to the container, it's out and on its way to you. And I try to get the food to you within 30 minutes of me cooking. So it's a one hour delivery system. So you order, I cook within 30 minutes, then the other 30 minutes are for delivery. So that ensures, and then also the bag used insulate um insulated bags yeah to make sure like yeah this food is not reaching cold. However, of course, sometimes it happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, people get their food cold. Yeah. Um, depending on what issues may have um come up during the journey, maybe it took longer than expected. Um, but um. I've heard that my food is still nice when it's warmed in the microwave. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I try as much as possible to get it to you um, warm. Yeah. No, yeah. but it's actually, it's hard, especially with <laughs> Kenya and traffic yeah. and not knowing what's been closed. Exactly. And, and everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that brings me to my next question. You know, uh, what hardships did you encounter while starting the business? Actually, in relation to that is border borders. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot begin to imagine yeah. the type of mess border border riders can cause to your business. Yeah. And especially because of my commitment to that one hour delivery, yeah. it makes it very difficult to to deal with the riders. Because yeah. <laughs> a guy can decide he's going off to do his own business. Yeah. Like he has the food and he's gone to <laughs> pick something else and take it on the way. Or um, the time, he just takes long unnecessarily. Yeah. Uses the wrong route. <laughs> yeah. Like he'll go farther around just to make more money. <laughs> yeah. So Buddha Buddhas have been very challenging to say the least and yeah it's not it's not easy because that's one of the main components of this business yeah so you have to get the food to somebody and of course i can't deliver it myself you can have like five orders at the same time how are you going to do it so that's been very tricky i'm still trying to find a solution that can really work without problems because at least once a week i have a headache (laughs) at least once a week so yeah that's one of the biggest challenges maybe you could actually you know partner with like a company for logistics or you know but i get the border border guys (laughs) because even the other day i saw jam like this when i was leaving the office and i told the guy um Bro, you need to like up a state house. It's like 2020. Because it has to do something else. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. then, that time when he's there, he's answering his phone <laughs> on the board and he's like, when go to Kwanzaa, police were block. But at that time, we're going the opposite direction. Oh, gosh. And I could see he had a package to deliver. Yeah. And then he's telling me, unajua kitu sa- boss kama pesa imeingia kwa mfuko usiitupe kana hiyo pesa tengeneze ingine gosh yeah but that just tells you how bad the economy is first yeah. of all yeah. but yeah to answer the partnering with a company yeah it's also not very easy because um 
I mean, yes, everybody's starting up. Everyone is trying to do their own thing. Um, but with, for example, an app like Uber or Bolt, you can track. It's yeah. seamless. Yeah, you know the guy is going to be here in five minutes, so I'll pack the food at this time and it will be ready to go. He's on the way. If he stops, I can see him. Tracking is a very big thing because a customer can call you and be like, yo, where's my food? And I have to be like, okay, the guy is on Langata Road or something. He'll be there within five minutes. Yeah. But um, using startup rider yeah. companies, Hard. very difficult. Like you're saying, they go to do other things. <laughs> and you don't know. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they go do their own things and someone's food is waiting. And then you see, it's now my fault. Yeah, because yeah, no I'm not, cares. yeah, nobody cares. I'm not going to tell them, oh, you know, I'm using this company. Maybe you should ask them. I'm not going to yeah. tell, like I said, customer service number one. So it becomes my fault. I have to fix it. I end up having to give discounts or more food or so. So it's really a headache. <laughs> and <clears throat> that brings me actually to my next question. Like, what's the craziest thing that has happened to you between your company and the Boda Boda Rider? There's one time, yeah. oh gosh, and I was trying <laughs> yeah. I was trying to make such a good impression because yeah. this is somebody who could help my business. So I was like, yeah, you've ordered. The guy even paid before I had even started cooking. So I'm like, okay, yeah, it has to be perfect. So I called the rider. Like you said, company, external company, I called the rider. And he comes, everything is fine. I'm like, okay, but like a yaraka. Like, even if it's there in 10 minutes, I need it there. Yeah. So the guy picks and he's like, yeah, sir, kuna shida madam naenda. He goes. <laughs> the next thing, the person who ordered the food is calling me like, yo, you said 30 minutes. Where's yeah. the food? And of course, I had sent a message saying your rider is on the way. Yeah. So I'm like, what do you mean? He's not there. <laughs> and he's like, nah. This guy is not here. I'm like, okay, let me call. But let me also send you his number you call. Because yeah. you have to, <laughs> you really have to understand these problems. Yeah. So I call the guy, Mteja. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like, should I enter, make more food? I enter yeah. the car, I go take to him. But there's traffic. This is Nairobi. Wow. The guy is far. So I'm like, okay. Let me try the other number. I call the company, ask for the other number. I call, you can just hear wind. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, Ukonjiani's like, eh, niko hapa, niko hapa, nafika. So I'm like, sir, I send the guy a message. He's just on your road. Yeah. 20 minutes pass again. He's like, eh, you know, it's lunch hour. <laughs> like, I have to eat by 2 p.m. Yeah. I need my food. I'm like, what do you mean he hasn't reached? So I'm like, okay, let me call again. I'm dead both phones. I think, <laughs> you know, you just have to, <laughs> you feel like throwing up, you feel like going to the bathroom, but so I call, I call, you can't find him. I call the company because I have trackers on the bikes. So I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah, he's at the road. So I'm like, then why is he not giving the food? Yeah. So the guy calls me back. He's like, this guy abusing the rider. This guy is stupid, ninny. Yeah. It's a nonsense. I've told him this building, he's going to the wrong side. He's literally 10 minutes away from me, but he's not coming. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what do I do? I wait, I wait. I actually got into the car and now started following. So I'm like, I call the company. I'm like, he's where? Tell me i be there. Yeah. I go, I'm waiting for him. I even call. Now you see when Safari comes sends that message, the guy's back online. Yeah. So I call again. He's like, eh, hey, it took another 40 minutes. Wow. 
And this is somebody who can help me. I'm trying to make a good impression. Yeah. It was so bad. I had to make the guy more food another day. Of course, he told me, riders, nini, sort yourself out. Like, of course, it was a mess. And mind you, that guy had gone with two deliveries. <laughs> so for this guy and for somebody else. So this guy is calling me, somebody else is also calling me. Oh, like, because wow. it's in the same direction. direction. Yeah. So, chukwa mbili wende. So now I'm chasing him. Give me the other package also. Yeah. May I go deliver it myself because it's too much. <laughs> so anyway, in the end, I couldn't even locate him for another one hour. The other person obviously was so upset. I just told them, you pay 50%. It's okay. I understand. I've caused you grievances because you ordered food at one. You're getting it at four. Yeah. It's unfair. <laughs> so yeah, that's just a few of the things that can happen. But it happens all the time that they go somewhere else, they do something else, they switch off the phone, they lie. Oh, for sure. <laughs> they are natural. Because you know, Kenya is five minutes away. You know how we're and yeah. Kenya is I'm five minutes away. That's why I would rather the app. Because if you tell me five minutes and I see it says 10, I call you and tell you you're lying. <laughs> do something. Yeah. So, yeah, that's one of <laughs> very stressful. And, and have you ever had issues for when? the food is actually sent, but like on the way, the yeah. like <laughs> spills or something. There's there's a guy, <laughs> there's a guy who was, it was a f- order for fa, Kiamburud. Yeah. And the guy sent him with like four milkshakes and some food. By the time he reached, the bag was torn, things Kay. had poured, the customer is calling me like, what's wrong with you guys? How can I pay for food? And it looks like this. So like, I'm telling you, there have been hardships, and this is far. So even if I want to fix it myself, you can't. I can't, and that's my natural reaction. I'm like, okay, I'll fix it. Don't worry. Yeah. But it's just impossible. The food has arrived badly. I'm like, okay, send pictures, and you have to call the company and be like, I'm not paying. You're giving me credit. This food was worth three thousand. Yeah. I'm doing rides worth three thousand because I've lost a customer there. They're wondering what's going on. The rider has lied about where he's been. The package has come torn. I mean, you can't trust it. You'll be like, yeah. hey, this guy has eaten or put something. Yeah. And actually, <laughs> so, <laughs> you, can't, you can't trust those guys. And actually, sometimes. talking of eating, have you ever had a situation where the guy actually munches the food? No. Really? No, thankfully. Ooh, please, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I haven't. Nobody has ever reported that um, the food has been eaten on the way. Yeah. But spilling, yeah. It happened once and <laughs> annoying. I, I just remember that because even the other day, one of my friends sent me a snap. He yeah. ordered food from Java. And yeah. by the time that they had opened <laughs> the thing like this, that thing, everything. And you know, he had ordered, I think, uh, some curry or something. Gosh. So the whole thing had spilled That's the bag. Boring. Now that silver part for the insulation yeah. was just all red. <laughs> you know, so I was like, there's so, right. you know, that whole process, mm. there's like so much that must go into it. And yeah, it's hard work. You have to understand from from the minute, like if it's a burger, from buying minced meat to making sure you enjoy the food, there's so much that goes on in between, you can't even <laughs> begin to imagine. Yeah. So, yeah. And now you've said that about like deliveries. In, yeah. re- in regards to catering, have you ever had any hardships? Yeah. Um, I remember one of the first gigs. Yeah. There was a shortage, yes, there was a shortage of potatoes because of um, rally. 
you know, and the rally was happening and there was traffic in Naivasha. Mm. Um, my supplier for chips, because I don't um, peel the potatoes myself yeah. and cut, hey, cut. it's work. tedious. So there's a company that does that at a friendly cost. Wow. So that supplier, their chips were stuck in that traffic. <laughs> and I'm here at an event. Yeah. He's telling me in the morning, like, the event is happening at midday. I'm being told at 10. The potatoes are not coming, <laughs> and that's the main one of the main dishes of the event. Yeah, so <laughs> it was very difficult. Um, actually, I think I took Spaso's chips because <laughs> we order from the same person. Yeah, <laughs> I had to take chips from somebody else because it was too, it was too much. You can't peel twenty kgs of chips in Maybe two I hours. To peel a potato. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do it. Yeah. So. Those are some of the things, or just a difficult client. Like, oh no, we want this, we want this. Okay, fine, do it. No, 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 don't do it. Do this, do that. So, I mean, it's human nature, but yeah, when you're in this business, planning is everything. Yeah. So you have to plan way ahead of time. It's not that you'll tell me, like I said, 20 kgs and I bring it immediately. You need to talk to people, do things, prepare, cost, everything. So when a client is very wishy-washy about how they are dealing with it it really brings a lot of stress yeah yeah well and how's the whole vending experience you know me i usually look at vending and say <laughs> you are strong you're tough hey i, I think i still have trauma yeah <laughs> i still have trauma honestly not good yeah zero out of ten would not recommend yeah. <laughs> it was very hard um very painful actually yeah not the easiest thing to do and especially when you're excited about it like if you're excited about something and then you just <laughs> and it's so sudden yeah bending not too much and then of course events have been happening over the, this whole year yeah but very tricky because even ones that i sign up to get cancelled by the government so it's not it's not easy and like I said, because you prepare beforehand, I mean, it's not like a vendor for alcohol is very easy because you just order stock. And usually if you don't use the stock, you can return it. Yeah, can it can be resold easily. It doesn't expire, things like that. But food, you need one week, two weeks to prepare, get everything in order. Yeah. So when an event is canceled, it's very painful. In fact, I avoid events. <laughs> Yeah, I really avoid them. Yeah, tell us about yeah. your story with <laughs> our four famous superstars. We're not gonna mention any names, but <laughs> your 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 faves, yeah. <laughs> those four men. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, you guys can know what we're talking about, but yes, yes. unfortunately, the event was cancelled, um, in bad faith, in bad taste, and and it was actually they cancelled it on the day, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, if you are lucky enough to be on the ground the day before, we sort of had an idea. And that's actually when I found out that the event was being cancelled. But this was at like 10 p.m. and coffee was at 11. Yeah. So you're finding out and you're panicking and everything. Um, and the, of course, there's vendors who didn't know. I was just lucky that I was going there to drop things and I find out like, there's so many things happening, going on. But there's vendors who actually came to the event ready. Their food, their things, barbecues and everything. 
because they thought it's still going on mm-hmm. until of course those guys decided to put out a press release and were like yeah covid nini we're not performing but we knew the truth <laughs> yeah. we knew the truth so it, i mean it was really unfortunate but um the things that happened after were really nice for example um people really bought food like yeah. i managed to sell everything i was supposed to sell at the event um just because of Kenyans on Twitter. Yeah, but I saw that and well, yeah. congratulations man. Yeah, so that was really really helpful. I can not even begin to say how grateful I am. Yeah. Cuz that was a godsend like life-saving stuff. And then after that of course cuz people now know who you are, know what you do, then every time I'd put out a menu, I have hella customers. Yeah. So very it to, was bad but <laughs> yeah to be honest for you um i think it was actually a blessing in disguise you know for sure yeah and just for the audience just tell them how much a bottle of food you had bought and were about to lose <laughs> from such a deal so just just to show people that business can be tough sometimes business you know? is tough yeah. i had bought food and stuff surrounding food like gas yeah. equipment um pots and pans things like that worth 300,000 shillings of which was a loan <laughs> it was a very big loan for me i mean i've just come out of uni yeah. i'm starting i don't have money and i borrowed 300,000 and i'm like i'm going to make it back you don't even worry you know the event is here like i'm not lying yeah. <laughs> the event is on saturday kwanza saturday itself by 3 p.m. i'll send you your 300,000 back yeah so <laughs> taking the loan in hindsight i mean i needed it yeah. but it was very painful so 300,000 um food in events is very nice cuz i was projected to make over a million yeah yeah maybe like 1.52 million um jeez <laughs> my first milli yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah and it never worked out of course instead of making 2 mil i made 300,000 losses <laughs> so to say the least this is not for the faint of heart yeah it's really you have to be strong going into business. any business it's not just food anything can go fail wrong. or go wrong yeah so it's you have to be strong you actually have to and now that you bought the part about being strong and everything yeah um is there days you felt like quitting and if so what what motivates you or what pushes you not to quit um yes of course we all have those days mental breakdowns and all of that um i've felt like quitting a lot yeah maybe even once a week <laughs> <laughs> you maybe, guys. yeah <laughs> you're like ah, what's this now yeah so um but seriously quitting yes i've felt i felt that so the thing that motivates me is i know what my goal is i know what the vision is i know what i want this to turn into and i'm not ready to let go of that idea yeah like this can be something really big for me something i'm really proud of so i can't let go of the fact just cuz i'm feeling sad today like yeah i'll be sad and then tomorrow we get back on the grind so um also my mom really helps me yeah she prays for me hey, you have to pray <laughs> these things you have to pray you can't do it alone so um yeah not 
the motivation is there you just have to find it within yourself i i keep joking with one of my friends that and yeah it's our mother's prayers that actually hey, keep for us sure. you if know, you see nairobi <laughs> yeah. and like you know we are, like we actually keep joking a lot about it We're like eh and yeah, and yeah the ma- the prayer yeah. your mom said today your mom your grandma yeah. you know <laughs> it's held you down for you i'm telling you you know yeah cuz even for me like i do a couple like you know business and i know yeah. it's 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 really 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 hard you know and that's why i wanted to actually So I that's why is that why you don't cook every day or is it because of time frame or what's the whole idea about it or rationale about it? So yeah it's hard and also it can be demotivating sometimes when you don't get orders. Yeah. So I chose because of that stress I chose to do the best days of the week. Yeah. So Thursday to Sunday is when the order um the orders are many. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday you can get one or you get like three and you're like what the hell am I doing? Yeah. Like is this what I want to do with my life? I get three orders, I go to Banks door and <laughs> call it a day. <laughs> like what what am I doing with my life? Yeah. So Thursday to Sunday are better. So you can get like 15 orders a day, wow. 20 orders a day. So I that's why I chose so that I don't have that stress of or me putting myself down like this is not a good day let me just yeah yeah because <clears throat> no I like me I usually look at entrepreneurs and I say wow I'm telling it's, you <laughs> you know it's it's tough it's uh, not easy especially because you you're running yours by yourself you know mm. at least for me in at least some of the things I do I have partners you know so yeah. I'm able to talk to someone but like for you who do you have that person that you can talk to to you know lighten up your mood or something uh mostly friends and like i said again my mom yeah. but um me doing it by myself is very intentional yeah. <laughs> just because i wanted to really get it right in the first place and i trust myself 100% it's not it's also not easy trusting somebody yeah. with something of yours so instead of having that friction with someone else and this is my idea i know what direction i want to take it into i chose to just do it by myself so i know these are the ingredients i want to use someone is not giving me noise about instead of black pepper use white pepper <laughs> so um it's very intentional but now that i know everything to do with the business what it takes how certain things should be done i'm more willing to hire people and i think i'll be doing that soon yeah. just to also expand operations then i can market more aggressively do things like that and at least now i'll have a team to support the the cooking But yeah that, now it also brings me to how you see with teams it's very First of all you have to have the right team. Exactly. I mean that's one thing I've realized from the business that I run and yeah. even from just growing up like in mm. an entrepreneurship household. Yeah. Like the importance of you know having the right team. So how will you like you know ensure that <laughs> you know it's the right team because yeah. especially you know with food and you know quality and mm-hmm. consistency you know because mm-hmm. even the other day I had a conversation with my dad and he's like you know why you guys you always go to KFC is because you know you'll get the, <laughs> the same, same thing, thing each yeah. and every time yeah it's not at today your sticky wings is tasting <laughs> sticky or you get yeah yeah that's true um so everything i do is intentional so even with starting the catering yeah 
it was to suss out who can I work with. Wow. <laughs> so everything I do has a reason behind it. I sit down, think, and I'm like, okay, how do we figure this out? So because I was thinking about expanding or even just so that I don't have to be the one. Because yeah. if I'm not working, then the business is not doing anything today. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So if I'm not there, nothing happens. Like today I've stolen 15 of your clients. <laughs> exactly. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um so yeah, so getting into the catering, yeah. now I know who can I work with, who can I call, what are their price rates so that I also even plan myself like what sort of salary am I giving this person? How will they keep working with me? Things like that. So um it's not easy to trust because it's like exactly. a it's like a baby yeah like a baby <laughs> yeah it's like a baby it's not easy to trust somebody else but i'm getting there slowly and just even working with someone while you're still in control and they watch okay she works like this she wants me to do this she does this like this so i know okay he understands let me let him do the work yeah so yeah <laughs> And you've talked about being an entrepreneur in general and everything and I just wanted to find out how's it been a woman entrepreneur. Mm, it's not it's not easy. Yeah. I'll say some of the challenges you face as a woman in business or yeah, in business would be first of all funding. Like yeah. access to capital, access to money. It's not easy. Um I've tried to go to banks, yeah, get loans um to start things but the processes are so tedious and even SME um funding options youth fund those sorts of things but they first of all they don't need, either they don't give you enough or they make you run in circles for it yeah. so access to money which will help me make more money and give you back your, your money, money with interest um it's not easy Um another thing is I don't want to put it so bluntly but lack of respect. Yeah. Um like even to do the Buddha Buddha guys they sometimes or some of the people that do those funny things um do it cuz I'm a woman like yeah. they're not going to listen to me but if I send like my bro to give the guy the food and he's dealing with him nothing has gone wrong. <laughs> Nothing has ever gone wrong. Yeah. These things only go wrong when I'm the one telling the guy what to do oh. and he feels like ah this is a woman why should I listen or something like that I don't know. Wow. So sometimes it's just lack of respect in that sense. And then um what else can I say? Maybe just oh not for myself but I would imagine like personal and work life balance. Yeah. Um for women like for example if you have a kid <laughs> it's not something it's not child's play <laughs> so um it's not even me as i am right now like you want to go to the trap <laughs> yeah <laughs> but there are orders to be done so you And can't you can't really leave work yeah like if i say i close at 5 pm i have to close at 5 but by 4:30 cuz I said where are you can you come let's go you are going to lose the table let's go yeah so so sometimes it's just work and personal balance it's not it's not as easy as you can imagine yeah no i i i i, I see it man like it's very hard like cuz even 
you know you look at like a sunday guys are out you want you guys don't have work on imagine. monday <laughs> imagine imagine like, and like me sunday is my best day because after you guys go drinking you come looking for food <laughs> so i have to decide am i going to spasso or am i going to sell food and make money like am i spending or am i making so <laughs> sometimes but sometimes it's just like ah This life is short. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sell next Sunday. Me, <laughs> let me go. <laughs> But I, I think it's important to have, you know, that balance. Yeah. You know, um, like you said, life, you know, is short, precious, mm. and should be lived. But mm. it's important to, to know the balance. out the balance. And you know when yeah. you're not doing too much of one, oh, yeah, too little, too little of, the, yeah. of the other, you know. Mm. And um, so I just wanted to ask you, um, do you feel like what you're doing now as... Carrie's kitchen yeah is bringing you closer to who Carrie is meant to be yeah for sure <laughs> for sure for sure 100% um just wanting to achieve that goal yeah. just my ambition my drive knowing this is what i wanted to become and of course you face hiccups yeah. bumps in the road on the way um but yeah I've, i'm very sure very <laughs> i can sure, say yeah. that i'm very sure <laughs> um as you know also like for me like what i do here like i enjoy and you know like yeah. the same probably is the same purpose thing as you and do you think there's more beauty in the journey than the destination mm, like the destination you, is prettier <laughs> the journey is horrible <laughs> let me tell you guys something it's not fun yeah <laughs> it's not fun the the journey although you learn a lot yeah. on the way um it's very it can be a painful process like growing pains yeah it's very because you learn this you make a mistake here you're like okay now i know that but i didn't before so i was making the same errors all the time but um, <laughs> where i'm going is what i know like it will be beautiful that's what i want that's what yeah. but in between yeah. <laughs> but can i ask you something yeah. you know the craziest thing is mm-hmm. you know when you get to where you're going you'll still want you'll have another new destination of course yeah human it's human, nature. it's human nature you're never satisfied yeah. humans are greedy <laughs> you're never satisfied so yeah you'll keep wanting more and more and more but the key is knowing when to stop yeah because yeah you can want more because that's ambition drive pushing yourself to become better to make the business better but after some point you have to stop like it happens everywhere in sports you reach 30 and you're like hey i have to slow down so you even in business i would say that just know when is the correct time to be like okay this is enough this makes sense maybe dive into something else find another interest i don't know but um know when to stop being greedy yeah. <laughs> about the situation yeah yeah and um to my next question is what advice would you give someone young starting a business or in Ooh. you know that wants to start a business yeah um first i don't want to sound discouraging but don't start if you don't have the stomach for it it's i hear a lot of people saying just start you'll you'll be okay you'll figure it out just start but not everyone is built for this yeah it's true some people are built for employment you work 9 to 5 you get your salary every 25th and you call it a day yeah but there's some of us who like adversity in life 
and you don't know if this month you're making 100,000 or you'll make 10,000. Yeah, exactly. So don't start if you don't you can't handle it if and everyone knows themselves yeah, you know you know, you know yourself so if you know you can't handle the pressure of creating content um showing off your product selling your product working with other people who will more often than not frustrate you it's really hard but if you're the type of person who likes business enjoys knows what you want to do you have an idea write things down i first um conceptualized Carrie's kitchen when i was doing an internship and i was like i don't like this job but i know what i like to do but since i'm still here and i'm getting paid and everything let me write things down figure out what's going on in my head make a plan and then start and that's what's gotten me to where i am today so make make a plan you have to make a plan and from there everything will take shape because once you write things down like for me um i need to sell food that means i need packaging i need what so make a plan you need packaging where will you get it from look for your suppliers so once you write things down you'll be fine i think <laughs> yeah yeah and <clears throat> what what advice would you give a woman who wants to go into business eh, stay strong Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately men are trash but stay strong. <laughs> wow, stay no. stay strong. No um actually not to say it like that but you'll really face tough times especially with men. Even my the, apart from the border borders even my suppliers sometimes they just take me feed yet. Yeah. <laughs> some some even clients I don't know why some people decide they want to talk down to you yeah. just because you're providing them a service or um unfortunately even older men like we're young so even older men can decide to be very rude or aggressive or want a discount and want something else <laughs> but yeah so you have to be very strong as a woman know what you want in this life know what you need to do to get it done and just gonna support from the people around you because women like to talk naturally so talk to other people and hear what they have to say about the situation they'll probably help you more than you can imagine i can't tell you the amount of times i've been in a rut in this business and i've talked to somebody and it's been like oh why didn't i think of that yeah. so yeah just talk to people it it gets better i can say that it gets better <laughs> yeah Mm. Um and as we come to the end of this podcast I'd like yeah. to ask my guests two questions. Mm-hmm. So if you had a chance to speak to the younger you what advice would you give them? Well I would tell a young Roya not to rush. <laughs> There's this thing especially in our generation of rushing to get money, rushing to own a house, drive the best car, do all these things, go out every every day of the week so <laughs> let's not i would tell myself not to rush because even with selling my food i was really rushing at some point i was like i'm leaving uni i'm going home to sell food i don't want to to be here doing books and i can be making money but thank god i stayed so don't rush don't rush things everything happens in its own time it's a cliche but it does <laughs> happen in its own time you know now that you've actually said that let me actually just look for it on my phone <laughs> um 
Yeah, yes. Um, okay. <clears throat> so one of the things I actually learned this year and I wrote and actually posted it on my Instagram was mm-hmm. we have become a generation of instant gratification. A hundred percent. We forgot That's that. The word. We get instant <laughs> yeah. gratification. Yeah. Yeah. No, we forgot that um, good things actually take time. You know, a lot of time and effort. And effort, you get. Yeah. But because of things like technology, like even like Uber and Bolt, where you can get something within minutes, whether whether it's a taxi or food. Of course. We've forgotten that you know good things actually take time. Yeah. And the last thing I actually wrote on that statement was <laughs> to remember that good things take time. Is you were born in nine months and not in one day. Of course. You get. That's deep. Yeah. Yeah, um, I personally even think we've been conditioned into it. Because mm. think about it, how much time do you spend on social media? Looking at what people are doing, are they driving their parents' cars, but you think it's theirs, things like that. They're having a good time in a different country or a different city in this country. So you always, you want, you're like, oh, I want that. And I think a lot of that has been brought about by even just the content on, let me go with Instagram. Remember how they started with the one minute videos? Then we came down to 30 seconds. Now we had 15. So your brain is not processing things like it used to before, before you are relaxed. Now, if this thing doesn't load in two seconds, me, I'm moving on. Yeah. So we've become conditioned into it. You need things now. You need things faster. And every app is doing it. There's TikTok with the things. Instagram has reels now. Um, Twitter even has stories. <laughs> Who would have thought Twitter would have stories? So <laughs> we've been conditioned into this fast life, yeah. like swipe up, do this, do that, just action words. And I think that has brought a lot of depression into people just wanting things to happen now instead of, like you're saying, delayed gratification, waiting, working, even it will be sweeter. <laughs> yeah. But People don't understand that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's true, yeah. man. Like I, yeah, we've just become. You want, you yeah. want, you want, and because we've gotten, we've gotten, we've exactly. Got, we've we've never, you know, realized that exactly, yet. exactly. Yeah. And now, um, if you had the chance to speak to the older you right now, what would you tell them? Um, I would say money isn't everything. Yeah, money isn't everything. It's it's a lot. Money can make you happy, but you'll reach there, and then you'll be like. And then (laughs) you'll, it reaches a point where you'll be like, uh, just relax. There's nothing major here. It's of course it's important, but it's not everything. Yeah. It's not, it's not everything. So even in our quest to gain more money, become richer, live a nice lifestyle, um, it's still not everything. You have love, relationships, family, um, you don't want to look back on your life and be like, hey, I missed out a lot because I was chasing the bag. Yeah. Like, take a break. Breathe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and any last words for the camera, for the audience? Um, you know, maybe something inspired you today that you want to share with us. Or maybe even last week, last month, you know. Can I think about This is the spotlight for you. <laughs> but no pressure, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure, no pressure. Um, oh, I can tell you a quote that I read recently that really inspired me yeah i don't know who said it but they said you only live twice and your second life begins when you realize you only have one wow (laughs) that's powerful imagine so yeah i read that recently and it's really stuck with me so 
I mean, basically, don't take this life for granted. It's only one. You know what you have to do. You don't want to be old, regretting, wishing you could turn the clock back. Just do what you have to do. And if people don't like it, sucks to be them. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually them. And at yeah. the end of the day, it's your life, you know. Mm. But <clears throat> first of all, um, thank you so much. Thank you for, for coming on one me. of your busiest days <laughs> to the it's, studio. It's okay. You know, um, it's, it's been really nice to hear from you. I'm yeah. sure the um, audience has a lot to learn from you. Yeah. I'm sure I've learned something, you know, <laughs> you know, so, and actually I wish you all the best with, you know, Kyrie's Kitchen, you know, Thank I know you. how hard it is to start a business exactly, and to run a business. <laughs> and I know one day we probably have this podcast, you know, in your restaurant, God will. Yes, you know. we can make that a goal. I come back here when... <laughs> Not when even we can come there. <laughs> oh, perfect, yeah. yeah. You come with your mics and everything. Yeah. You can set up then in the restaurant, yeah. give you a that's meal. That's been a goal for the podcast as well, to have a podcast in a restaurant. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> we, we can, can do see, that. Yeah, we can do something. <laughs> but thank you also for having yeah. me. It's thank been so really much. nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and for those of you tuning in from home, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Um, I hope you've learned and enjoyed the episode remember just to kick it is a blessing see you next week goodbye